All right, howdy. This is Windley Mania. Welcome back to Windley Mania. My name is Andrew, and with me, as always, is man's best friend, Devin Hopkins. How are you, pal? I'm doing just fine. How are you? I'm I'm doing good, you doing know. Good. Uh, had a had a nice weekend of um, not exactly rest. I had to do some stuff. Yeah. So I I I was like gonna do some stuff, and I ended up not doing anything. Uh, that's the that's the ticket. Yeah. Not doing nothing. <laughs> and yeah. So, uh, but I I guess we're we're sort of in a race against time. Yeah. Um, um, right now, uh, I forgot my laptop charger, so um, I don't really know how. Uh, how uh how long we got <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna power through it and, as much as we can yeah it's looking good i turned my brightness really low i don't want it's it's like it's almost like a 30 minute drive back to the house i just said i didn't want to fucking do that right now i just want to i just want to get on with the windly mania and let's i i'm actually more i i'd I want to see if we can fucking do it i think we can and we got a great topic to do yeah it. we do we're gonna be um, talking about uh House bands on, on te- late night TV shows. Well, television or shows. Or just television shows. Um, well, in general. I, I kind of just started to like late night, so. Well, that's fair. I mean, yeah. those are also television shows. Right. I have some other examples, but uh, we're, I think we have, what, five? Five. All together? And there's probably like other ones we can bring up, but we're going to sure. try to keep it, it five. Well, we're going to, there's five main ones that we, we're, 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 we both um, deep dived uh, into. Yeah. Onto? into hmm. and uh we're gonna be ranking them at the end but since in the interest of um uh time <laughs> uh we're gonna get something else out of the way first i'm frantically checking my left he's gonna battery. you're gonna check it this <laughs> whole time two it's, we've in. been two minutes in we're doing great i got a um, red bowl i got some water and i'm feeling like the cat's meow Devin. i got the champagne of beers all uh, right this so, is a, this is a podcast by the way um, yeah called windley mania we're in a band called windley and uh um, we do a podcast we do a podcast but we also sometimes sometimes we're not doing a podcast we're a band sure and we play shows yeah and we've got quite a bit coming up sure with some uh some of our favorite florida boys florida yeah uh so bay street and bozo uh both uh, like pop punk bands from Florida, they've asked us to join them on a little like week long tour. So after Thanksgiving, you can find us at on eleven twenty six. You will find us at Incoit Art Gallery in Greenville, South Carolina. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Uh, then we will be. It says TBA, but I'm pretty sure we're playing at the Hole. The Hole in Wilmington, North Carolina, it's on the twenty seventh. Um. On November 30th, we'll be at Monstercade, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. NASCAR. NASCAR. Uh, December 1st, uh, they will be in Yorktown, Virginia at the Cowboy. We will be at Riff House Pub in Chesapeake, Virginia. Riff House. Riff House. Because she's on Riff House. All right. And then uh, December 2nd, local show. Island Bar. Island Bar. The Bar Island. Uh, The 3rd, December 3rd, Tin Roof in Charleston. And then... Uh, December 4th, Shantytown Pub, Jacksonville, Florida. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Shout out to those guys. Oh, Jackson. I thought it was Orlando. I was yeah, really I guess, excited. I guess they had to change it. I don't know what happened. but well, you know. I'll be a son of a bitch. I was ready for that air to hit my lungs. The Orlando air? Yeah. Maybe we could drive down to Orlando and then drive, <laughs> drive back up to Jacksonville. Oh, sure. That I'm sure the other two will uh, 
they not have to find, deal with it. Not find any inconvenience out of that. Well, they're in the same vehicle, so sure. like, they shouldn't complain. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. That's uh, going to be a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> and uh, at Windley underscore band for all that bullshit. Yeah. We so, usually do uh, that stuff at the end, but I think it's probably good to do that before. Just let's, in do case. It before. let's do it before let's do it this before. time. You yeah, know? just Some, in case we run out of battery. Yeah, which we're doing perfect, by the way. We're doing perfect. So, Very cool. So, television, house bands, Devin. Andrew. Uh, where uh, we we both, I feel like a, a common thing between us is music. No. Uh, no? <laughs> no? No. No? Yeah. Okay. That was a yeah. joke. Yeah, but uh, besides that, um, a thing that uh, I feel like uh, at the, at the, when, when our, when our, when our relationship just, you know, when it started to bloom, one of the things we really liked uh, talking about was uh, late night shows. Yes. Um, um, what is your like relationship with the late night shows? And what- I would, I would turn on the TV and watch them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, like, no, would, would your family watch them is what I'm Absolutely asking? Like not. they wouldn't watch them. <laughs> no. That's why I was asking because no. like I got into them because I, you know, I grew up my grandparents and yeah, yeah. stay up late and, uh, my Nana would have the Channel 13 News at 11. Yeah. And then after that, it's David Letterman. Yeah. So I've got fond memories of watching uh, old David Letterman. Right. And then that would be Craig Ferguson. Then I found... Ferguson was my guy. Ferguson was my guy, too. Uh, I guess that, that's like the late, late... I, that was a late, late show. Conan, the the that Tonight Show run, and then that... Um, I guess that Conan run, really, uh, when Conan Conan started. Yeah was uh, my thing and I, what he did I, he had I, a late I, show for a little bit he but. did late night or late night yeah he took over for david letterman right uh when he in like 1990 right no one knew who the fuck he was right he was just a writer on snl and they said do you want simpsons as well and right? the simpsons yeah, yeah. and then he got the job at late night i I caught some of the late night because you know i was I was on the other channel i watched some of his tonight show the year he did that but then i really watched him a lot when he was on tbs mm-hmm I've gone back since and watched a lot of the old like late night clips and stuff. That's like fucking gold. <laughs> and now it's th- awesome. A thing that I like a lot is uh, live performances of um, bands. Yeah. Um, and anytime I feel like y- when you search, like you want to watch. Oh, I don't know. Uh, not Descendants. They were <laughs> always on a. All was on Conan. All was on Conan. He was on. They were on late night. I don't know. You type in a band. Uh, I don't know. Fucking Foo Fighters, or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, I want to watch the Foo Fighters live. Most of the time, it's probably a clip on a late night show, right? right. And uh, there's a lot of famous performances on a uh, the the late night. I mean the uh, the the Weezer say it ain't so one where he was on where like he was just after his surgery. Yeah. Um. I was hoping you would have one immediately. <laughs> Well, I think no, that wasn't that wasn't a late night show. Well, well, it was there was Foo Fighters uh, coming to David Letterman's show yeah. on David Letterman's Welcome Back. They canceled their tour to come back and play on yeah. the Late Show after David Letterman had his like quadruple bypass or whatever. Um, it was Bill Clinton on uh, Arsenio Hall? Yeah, <laughs> playing the sound. Everyone was like, oh, have, shit. You ever, have you ever watched that? I was I was wondering if either of us. I don't think either of us have the Arsenio Hall band. On here, neither of us not. have that, and none of neither of us has Ricky Minor or uh, Ricky any Minor? of the any of the Leno bands. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck Leno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't like Leno here. We don't we're not, we weren't 
nothing against his band. I'm sure his band's really good. Yeah. He just didn't like Leno. No. Who was his band? I can't even think of the guy. He was like a, he's famous for other shit too. I forgot his name. Ricky Minor or the other guy? The, the one Leno before. Band. I, I guess there was a, there there was was, Ricky Minor and there was another one. There was uh, one before Ricky Minor, I think. Hey, man, we, I thought yeah. we were experts on this, but I guess not. <laughs> not on Leno. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. Leno. Um, hey, get, get this, guys. Get this. Yeah, they don't yeah. know. They don't know. I remember when that whole thing was happening, and you were. I remember you being very mad at the time. The late night wars. Yeah, I was in sixth grade. And I was pissed. The, well, the second one. Which one? Well, the, there was the Leno Letterman one, and then there was the oh, Leno, the one from our generation. Yeah, the Leno yeah. Conan one. Leno I, Conan. I remember you were very upset. I was not happy about that all the time. Yeah, I was. I I was. I had the Team Coco shirt. <laughs> no, I didn't. I would have. I, I don't think know. that existed yet, did it? Well, there was like the. I, that's when the I'm with Coco thing came out. Right, right, And right. that was like the, you know, that was like a Facebook group or something. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. At the time. I don't really remember but, much. Oh, I remember. Have you ever watched the, the, the Late Shift about the Leno Letterman one? The Late Shift? Yeah, it's like a, it's an HBO movie. And it's like uh, someone plays oh. Leno and someone plays Letterman. No, I haven't. It's, I have pre- it's pretty that. good. Kathy Bates is... She's she's David Letterman. She plays uh, Leno's like manager, or something, and she's like it's excellent. She's excellent in it. Huh? It's a uh, pretty fun. I have to check that out. I, yeah. I I think I remember heard of. I think I've heard of it. I just never seen it. Right. So uh, how are we doing? We're doing pretty great. Good. We're doing, doing great. great. All right. Uh, I mean, what? Conan. Yes. Uh, I watch a lot of uh, Carson clips. There was the Johnny Carson channel on direct tv i don't know if you ever had direct tv but they would just play johnny carson all day i think there's like one of those on like roku or something now Mm -hmm. like there's a johnny carson channel yeah i'm sure there's a lot of that and then uh (laughs) do you watch the old steve allen stuff that tonight show no no he's that's fairly old uh, yeah, <laughs> I've I've ca- I've like watched a few like Carson clips, uh-huh. just like watching like old comedians on there. Sure, but nothing like at great length. Right. I've seen of uh, um, but yeah, you have the and then of course with the live performances, there's always there's a live performance every night. Yeah, at these shows, uh, because there's a house band. Uh, now, do you know who the first? late night or television house band was the first yeah. late night band yeah uh, that would have, uh, that had to have been like my answer is going to shock you it was like the 60s right probably i'm going to tell you something 60s i don't really know you don't know <laughs> i think i don't know but if i i, I should have looked into this but i was in a rush for all, with all this other crap right um but I, I would if I were to have to take an educated guess, I would have to say that it, it the whole idea of the house band evolved from like variety shows and whatnot, and just having session players available to be on like whatever like TV specials would yeah. be pro- produced in the fifties and, and whatnot, and them just I, I guess being just hired guns essentially that's a lot of these guys that's a lot of what these guys just are hired guns if yeah. you look at like it's the shit they've been involved in it's just like a long list oh my of, god i kind of got lost in some of the people i was looking at. i was like they did this and this and this yeah which i'll get to that so uh is there any other because I, 
all my my I have two bands that are not late night affiliated. I have two late night bands and one late night like adjacent. Okay. Meaning that it wasn't like a big late night show, but it was on at night and they right. had a house band. Okay. Yeah. I, I should we like go ahead I, and say I, who I, we're talking about here? Well, I think we should we should reveal one by one. Okay. Maybe I want you to go first. I, I want you to go first with a specific band because we essentially have the same band. Yeah, because uh, we both wanted. I think we both really wanted to talk about it, so yeah. I figured this was a good way to split it up. Right. So, so uh, I've got the Max Weinberg Seven yes. from uh, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, which was 1992. I guess if you count the Tonight Show years, like that was 2010, but. Most of what I focused on was from from late night. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when it was the Tonight Show, they were the Tonight Show band. Because Max Weinberg left a lot, so he did. Yeah, because he plays with the boss. Yeah, he plays with uh, D- uh, Silvio Dante. He does. He plays with Silvio Dante, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Right. So, and uh, he was on a. I used to have a. Uh, yeah, I think he's on a few Frank Zappa albums. I remember I had one. The man from Utopia. It was like mm-hmm. my uncle's, and I remember his name was on that one. I've got that. I've got that yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. So, what about this? Ma- Were there seven of them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've got their names. Yeah. Uh, was Max Weinberg in it? Max Weinberg was in it. Yeah. Uh, and when he wasn't there, it was James Wormworth. Yeah. Uh, I, who I, you're going to get to? Yeah. But the Max Weinberg Seven: Max Weinberg, Jimmy Vivino, Jerry Vivino, Mike Merritt, Mark Pender, Richie Labamba, Rosenberg, and Scott Healy. Scott, what else has Scott Healy done? I his name pops up a lot. He's the keyboard player, I believe. Um, I meant to write that down next to everybody, but I didn't. I guess I didn't look him up as in depth as I'd looked up some of the others. Okay, but that sounds like yeah, someone who's probably probably played on a bunch of shit that we don't. We like, oh, okay, makes sense. Scott Healy, good name. Scott Healy, yeah, yeah. Um, and I picked uh, I picked this band mainly because like I love I love Conan. You know, we went over that, but the (laughs) the skits that Conan and Max would do together, like their interaction, like is just like some some of the best shit on the show because mm-hmm. some of it's just like really awkward on purpose and i think there's like some banter like there's a lot of it i guess they did when like andy richter wasn't always there like he had left a couple times so he had been the sidekick and they always did these sketches. you know andy richter wasn't on for about it was like six years because of elf because of elf yeah he had a role in elf it was a oh, small yeah. role but he w- he got trapped he got trapped in Elf for six years. Man, that's continue. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot where I was. Well, they always made Max Weinberg out to be like this, like sexual deviant. So they'd always have him do these <laughs> yeah. sketches where it's like <laughs> there was one that I was watch. I was watching one like earlier where Conan was talking about like a news story about someone on a different show getting like outed as a predator, basically, and he was going on and on. I was like, that's just like so sick of. Like someone to do, you're supposed to be like a professional in this type of work environment. And every time you'd say something gross, it would just cut to Max real quick, just behind the drum kit, just like staring. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one he was reading, like, he was reading like newspaper like clippings, and it said, like, and the front page was, uh, 
New York police says if you solicit a prostitute, your car will be impounded, was the front page story. And then they said, if you look on the back, you'll see Max Weinberg enjoys a walk to work. (laughs) 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 There's a lot of lot of good lot of good bits with uh, Max Weinberg on on those. Plus, you know, sure. He's a cool guy. Yeah, I great drummer. I, oh, and uh, his uh, this is like not related, but uh, his drummer, uh, his drummer, his uh, son Jay Weinberg is the drummer for Slipknot now. For now, yeah, he used to play in uh, Against Me. He played in Against Me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he played like Madball or something too. I think. Yeah, he's a good drummer. He's a great drummer. There's some. I shook his hand. Oh, yeah. Did you say I like your dad? I said I like your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of your dad. Yeah. Heard some stories about Jay Weinberg. It's public knowledge. Yeah, it's public knowledge. Not not like... He's just kind of a diva, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe he's, you know... Maybe he's not a diva anymore, but I don't, don't think know. he. I don't think he is. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's been he's been slipped not long enough. I think they would have probably kicked his ass to the curb. Yeah, Corey if, Taylor is is uh, famously anti-diva. Is that yeah. his name? I think that's his Corey name. Corey Taylor. You've met him. You Cor- shook his hand. Corey Taylor? No. I thought he played at the Blues House. No, that was uh, the other band that dresses up. Oh. The singer uh, Mudvayne. Uh, that guy, that guy. <laughs> I get him mixed up. And Corey Taylor does play at House of Blues a lot, so I think I thought I thought you just, you know. Surprisingly not. Yeah. The, but the Mudvayne guy, the... Uh, that, guy. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, thank you. Was it, was it you? You were in Mudvayne? No, I don't want to toot my own. You know what sucked? When Mudvayne came by, um, it was their other band. What were they called? Oh, it was Hell Yeah. Hell Yeah. It was Hell Yeah, which um, uh, Vinny, uh, what's his name, from Pantera, mm. he he was uh, he was in that band, but he had like died the year before or something. Oh. So he couldn't, uh, but that would have been the coolest thing to see was, right? was him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he wasn't there. They played like a video. Anyways, uh, uh, <laughs> real quick, did you have any specific... Um, Max Weinberg seven performances. Um, I couldn't find any just like full like performances. Like you know, they play some cool stuff like in between, you know, when they come back from commercial and stuff like that. So you want me to just put anything? Huh? You so I because I was gonna put in clips of some performances, just like a little snippet. So give the folks at home an idea. I'll just find something. Find something. Here's the Max Weinberg seven. Yeah, so and I I chose uh, the superior version of that band, um, uh, Jimmy Vivino in the Basic Cable Band, also with Conan from 2010 to 2018. Yeah, um, I, I, Jimmy Vivino was like always in the Conan band. It's been the same members. It's been it's the same members. Yeah, um, they've had like fill ins from time to time, but it's the same members. I guess I should talk about the Max Weinberg's replacement before I get to Vivino. Yeah. But uh, he was replaced by James Wormworth, who famously, I think he still does, he did it a lot, would play with play his, his play with bare shoes. feet. Yeah. He's a bare feet man. Yeah. And uh, I think that's uh, kind of, you know. 
You know who is you know who his sister is? Jimmy Buffett. Tracy Wormworth, who plays in the B fifty twos. Oh, okay. She also played bass on that song Christmas rapping. Oh, that's her? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great Does she yeah. play with no shoes on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was my mud vein impression again. That was really good. All right, <laughs> um, back to back um, to James basic. Wormworth. Uh, there's actually a uh, 1999 skit where Max Weinberg's on tour with Bruce Springsteen, and so he's like the interim drummer, mm-hmm. which happens a lot with these bands. And I feel like the the Seth Meyers show always gets some like kick ass people in that. Yeah, band. wasn't Adam Willard like Adam Willard do- has done it like on more than one occasion? Yeah, because it like started out as like Fred Armisen yeah. and the AG band. And then I think every week that's just like the thing. They get someone else to come in. I think the drummer of Turnstile's been there. You know, Adam Willard's been there. Probably name any like band from that realm. Their drummer's probably been on there. Alternative world. Yeah. Um, But the 1990 skit, Weinberg's on tour. And so uh, James Wormworth was taking over. And it was, they pointed out it was his last night. And um, (laughs) he was. (laughs) <laughs> so Conan was like, well, James, uh, do you have anything lined up after this? Any session work, recording? And James Wormworth was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, you don't have anything, so what are you going to do? And he's like, no, somehow my family will survive. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, here's my family now. And then it's just like these dirty people <laughs> like like uh like dressed up like 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 1800s and, oh and they're God. like filthy and he's like here's my son timmy and he's like i have consumption <laughs> and, they're, and they're like and then like, they're just sick it's like we'll make it out of here <laughs> it'll be okay Conan. And he's like no let me give you some money or something no us worm wars work proud <laughs> we're a proud people who work for our money <laughs> We don't accept charity. And then, like, it's like this other guy pops out and he's like, I'm the owner of the workhouse. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to take the kids. And, <laughs> and then, like, uh, Conan's like, listen, you can just you can stay here if you want. You can have a job here. And he's like, "Are you, do you mean it? And he's like, yeah. And the kids are like, oh, that's good. It's too bad the show sucks. <laughs> and yeah, it just turns out. Watch the clip though. I they do it way funnier than me. Do but. you have the clip of when uh Max Weinberg comes back on a TBS show? Uh no, I've seen do you I've got yeah, I mean like so there was just one episode, Conan was doing the monologue, and then someone of the band's like or he looks over and is like, wait a minute, uh, uh where's where's Worm? They call him Worm. Yeah. And, and then um, he's just gone, and the trumpet player's like, "I think he went to the old abandoned mine." And Conan's like, "Great acting, yeah. <laughs> the abandoned mine." I t- always tell every band member to never go to the abandoned mine, and yeah. it cuts to just like him, like there's a, a mine, and there's like wood planks over it, and you see him like with a flashlight, just looking over the planks and taking them off, <laughs> and then going in there and you just. He steps in, you just hear him fall, and you just hear him scream. <laughs> and then um, someone like starts applauding, and, and and he says, "I have, I think Worm must be dead." And someone's like, someone like claps or something. He's like, "Don't applaud that." Yeah. And then 
Andy's like, well, I guess we could probably send out a rescue crew. He's like, no, that costs way too much money. We need a drummer now. And then Max Weinberg's just in the audience. And he comes in and fills in for, I guess, the rest of the show. Right on. That's another funny worm moment. He just dies. <laughs> he just they killed him off. So uh, Jimmy Vivino becomes the leader of this band, and it's now the Jimmy Vivino and the Basic Cable Band. Now, Jimmy Vivino is a guy that you would run into a music store and he would be talking a lot at you <laughs> and he would call guitars pieces like this piece. And, um, and after a while at first you're like, Hmm, this guy's kind of annoying. And then after a while you're like, this guy's cool as fuck because he's got a <laughs> bunch of stories and he fucking tells them like he, like it's it's his purpose in life to get these stories out of his mouth. He has a rig rundown, doesn't he? He has a fantastic rig rundown. If the Premier Guitar YouTube channel, where it's him and um, the bass player Mike Merritt, and it, it's like he's just talking about what he has up there and all of his gear, and he it takes like an hour and a half, like not an hour and a half, but like half an hour. And then afterwards, he's like, you guys want to come backstage? And he, there's like a full closet of like guitars. Jesus and he Christ. has like a very specific story about each and every That's single awesome. guitar, and he just goes on and on about it. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he just like, I don't really know how to describe them. It's kind of like just like a rack and roll They're a bluesy. Rock and roll band. I th- they were kind of like that with Weinberg as well. Yeah, they were kind. They did more like because there is a Max Weinberg seven album. Yeah, and I could only find uh, like one song on YouTube for whatever reason. YouTube was screwing with me. Sure. They changed it up, and there's like you can't. It's harder to find certain things. Yeah, but it was like real jazzy. Yeah, some of the Max Weinberg stuffs real jazzy, but. They rock and roll it up for the base of cable. Yeah, it is rock and roll. And he wears a hat. Band. They're a bluesy rock and roll band. And uh, yeah, I wears a fedora. I, I yeah, he has. I I've seen it with the big. It's a is it a fedora where it's like a big round thing on his head on the hat. It's like the brim's really round. I guess that's a type of fedora. I don't know. But. Someone uh, explained what fedoras are, and I, I decided I was I picked their. Uh, their their last performance they they play on the last episode of Conan. Oh, uh, was it the I should have left you, or was it the Forty Days where Conan did it with them? Uh, I should have left you. I picked yeah. that with Jimmy Vivino on vocals, and it's a long guitar solo. Yeah, pretty much, and some and his brother on saxophone, and everyone very, does something. Very solid performance. So play that now. So who do you think is better? Who do I think is better? Yeah. This one's tough because it's the same band. <laughs> it's just two different eras. But what was better? Do you think Weinberg? What do you think was better with Weinberg? Or do you think Wormworth is in Vivino pulling off weight? They have, it takes two people to cover Weinberg. I mean, they definitely like... Still they got to replace him and then 
Vivino's got to like step. He's got to be the leader, yeah. which he would be the leader when Max was gone. Sure, but man, that's tough. I, I, I wasn't ready for this part of it. Mm-hmm. Putting them head to head like this. Side. Uh, I think I'm gonna hand it to the basic cable, just because I watched more of that like actively, like as it came on. Favorite? Did you fart? No. It was like farting. Here. I wish I did, but <laughs> go on. I think I I'll give it to Basic Cable for like just because nostalgia. I nostalgia. Like I watched it like when it was on. Mm-hmm. I watched. I would watch Conan like almost every night. Yeah, I would say I I think the I I kind of agree, and I and I like I've watched uh, a lot of Jimmy Vivino stuff, mainly him playing. Yeah, and I think I have like more of a. An affection of hit with him, as opposed to Weinberg, and I. Is there something about James Wormworth I really like? I really like his playing style. I like. I mean, I guess he, he does ha- some interesting kind yeah. of. Yeah, like, he, he's kind of. In the clip I played, if you watch the whole thing, like he, there's just like the way he transitions is very interesting yeah. to me, and just and his his he's very active on his like uh, like his his Tom. Mm-hmm. The, not the floor, but the other the rack tom. Rack tom. Yeah, I know what you're talking about because he he like rides the tom. Yeah, yeah, and I, I really that, like that, that style. Video. And I feel like the style, their style, their more rock and roll style, kind of fits what Conan that that whole like thing in a way. Mm. Like, yeah, because Conan is a very much a like he's a he's a f- awkward rock and roll kind of guy. You right, know? he's got the dumb hair, <laughs> and I just feel like it fits. More of a way because it's like, I I guess in a way, like, again, you said no one really knew who he was when he started. <laughs> and I, I feel like it fits like more so kind of like in the 50s where it was like this other thing, this other rock and roll thing. So I, 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 I for right now, I know they're basically the same band, mm. but I would have to agree and put basic cable above the Max Weinberg seven. Who has the better theme? Oh. We didn't talk about the themes. We didn't rank the themes. They both have really cool themes. Yeah. Um, Can you mouth both of the themes? All right, so the late night one starts with like a, a jazzy like ride thing, and yeah, there's yeah. like a do-do, there's like a bass like do-do-do-do-do-do, and it's like... Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really like spastic, like jazzy shit. It's really cool. And then, and then the basic cable ones, which apparently Conan O'Brien wrote that. Yeah, and that's how he was able to get paid for the show and the theme song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, I think that theme's better. That's like that's a fun that's a, that's a fun one to like, play. Yeah, that, yeah. I remember learning that when yeah. I was in like seventh or eighth grade. I was like, so I what? Didn't play that one. Basic cable. Basic cable gets the theme again. All right, I'm gonna put. We got themes. I gotta like. There's a theme ranking and just like an overall ranking. Uh no, we're gonna include it in the ranking. Okay. I feel like that maybe works as criteria. Um, I'll do it down here, I guess. So. I guess right now there's there's gonna be five bands. Three, four. So we're gonna put basic cable at one right now. And uh Max Weinberg seven at, at uh two. 
and this could change. Devin, who's your next band? My next band is uh, Paul Schaefer and the CBS Orchestra, the also most, known as Paul Schaefer and the Most Dangerous Band. The most dangerous, world's most dangerous band. Now, and you're a Letterman guy. Letterman guy. You grew up on the Letterman. I watched lots of Letterman. Yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty much why I wanted to pick this band, just because yeah. of like where it, you know, in my in my brain where it, where it stands. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, shit ton of people in that band. Paul <laughs> um, Schaefer. Yeah, Paul Schaefer. On keyboards and vocals, you've got, uh, this is like the main lineup. I guess the most recent one is what was up there. Uh, Anton Fig on drums, Felicia Collins on guitar and vocals, Will Lee on bass, Sid McGinnis also on guitar, uh, Tom Malone, Frank Green, and Eric Heick. They all like would switch yeah, off yeah. between like trumpet, saxophone, flute, whatever woodwinds or horns you could think of. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and they would, uh, I remember, like, because we like King's X. Yes. This is something that stuck out to me. They <laughs> yes. would play, like, King's X songs, they, like, coming back from commercial break Several times. Like several times. Different songs. Yeah, more than once. And they did it recently. Oh, what they do? They went and played with King's X. Oh. Yeah. Like, at one of their that. most Yeah, one of their most recent shows. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's, there's not, like, pro shot of it yet. I think there's going to be, because they said that they're filming a documentary. So King's X? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I knew they had the book, right? But uh, but uh, so Paul Schaefer and Felicia Collins joined them and played "We Were Born to Be Loved" and one of their concerts recently. You know, I think I actually watched that. Now that I think about yeah. it, did he have the guitar? Yeah, the guitar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched <laughs> yeah. that. And he was yeah. just kind of he was like hitting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Felicia, she she sounded really good, like doing the harmonies with him too. Like yeah. she nailed it. She was fucking awesome. But yeah, it was really cool to see them like actually do that together. Now. This is, I would have to say that the CBS Orchestra, they are, like, really fucking good. They're so good. It's, like, insane. Like, like and they, they would, uh, and I mean, I think, I I imagine Conan's house band and other house bands are prone to doing as well, joining, like, whatever live band that they would have on the show. Yeah, they would do that a lot. As, Paul like, Schaefer extra, does that a lot. Yeah, and I, I remember him doing it, um. They did it for Foo Fighters a couple times. Right. They added like a really cool like he added like a really cool keyboard part to Everlong. What if time. he joined yeah. <laughs> instead of that other guy they got? Of the what's his name? I don't Rami fuck. Jaffe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to actually say his name. Probably yeah. just butchered it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, CBS Orchestra is what I got for my for my next one. What, do you have a specific performance? <laughs> it's funny. The one that I chose wasn't from the show, just because it's kind of like I think you're probably. Uh, probably guessing what i'm about to say because okay. uh, i've shown you this before so in 2007 uh van halen got inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame oh <laughs> wait was that the whole cbs orchestra it, you want to yeah. play that <laughs> we don't have to but it's interesting you, we, let's just talk about it i'll pick we'll talk i'll pick something, pick something else I'll pick but we'll something talk else. about this okay yeah talk about it so like okay, real, real real quick. Here is a little bit of the CBS Orchestra. Uh, Paul Schaefer in the CBS Orchestra.
Okay, so Paul Schaefer, and it was the CBS Orchestra? With, yeah, it was them? like all of them. I don't know why, because uh-huh. like Velvet Revolver did the other two songs. Like they did like two tributes to Van Halen songs. Right. And so Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony were the only ones that showed up. Yeah. Um, Dave couldn't be bothered once he was told that Sammy was going to be there too and that yeah. they were going to do a Sammy Hagar song and David Lee Ross song. Did they ask Gary Sharon? They did not. He was not invited. Oh. Or, that, had... or that other guy they were going to get. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you've seen that documentary? Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, I went to the rehearsal and everything. I had a great time. <laughs> and then they were just on TV. <laughs> they were just on TV without me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but they, uh, Sammy Hagar did shout out Gary Sharon's acceptance speech. Right on. Yeah. He's like, you were part of this too, brother. Um, Gary Sharon's my favorite vocalist of Van Halen. He's your favorite vocalist for Van Halen? Yes. Van Halen 3 is pretty good. It, I don't even, it, that album's fine, but like watching shows, like in, whatever I can find with Gary Sharon, mm-hmm. it's like, it, yeah, it, it makes me he, makes me happy. He nails both singers. He like, does both flawlessly. fucking perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Gary Sharon. Yeah. And yeah. But, uh, so yeah, uh, Eddie Van Halen was in rehab. Yeah. Alex Van Halen didn't show up because he was helping Eddie through his rehab and stuff. So yeah, I guess it was going to be like the original plan was going to be like David Lee Roth perform a song with Velvet Revolver and then Sammy Hagar perform a song with Velvet Revolver. Uh-huh. And they even said, Dave, you can bring your own guitar player too, man, if you want. <laughs> and I guess he was like, no, I'm not doing it. And there was a, some issue there. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony doing uh, "Why Can't This Be Love" with the CBS Orchestra. Yes, it's very unrehearsed. I think. Yeah, it seems Put like it together was un- very fast. Yeah, it was, seemed very rushed and unrehearsed. But you know, they they played the song, and what I noticed was Paul Schaefer did not arpeggiate the synth hits. He was playing every single one individually. Oh yeah, in the. the, the- <laughs> He was like yeah, hitting yeah. each one the whole like yeah. three minutes or however long that song is, and then they with, added the horns to it. Which uh, I guess if if you don't know how a keyboard works, if you hit a key on a key keyboard, you can do this thing where it it, it arpeggiates yeah. it and it will play the same It'll key, keep playing the same note, a, a, a same and, note, but at like different tempos. Yeah, you can you so you can be like you can hit it once and hold it and be like that 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 that. And the, but he was not. He was. He kept tapping it with kept the tempo it in the same tempo. And you can watch him do this, and it is very like nerve wracking <laughs> for him to keep pressing the same key, yeah. over and over again. So in case I don't, if there's any people out there who do not know how to keyboards work, which I mean, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and yeah. the what was the other thing? The <laughs> They did like horns for that, and you can see Michael Anthony look like what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, he didn't know that was. He did coming. not know that was coming. He yeah. looked over like what the fuck are they doing? And yeah. it, it seemed like they all kind of just got thrown off by that because yeah, it, it, it kind of falls bit. apart a few times. Um, uh, the guitar player, I think that was that wasn't Felicia. That was the other guy. Uh-huh. He's got great tone for this song. <laughs> yeah. He had really great tone. Uh. Um, Anton Fig lays it down though. A- Anton Fig's a great drummer. Yeah, he played on two Kiss records. Uh, he played on Dynasty and Unmasked. That's right. Yeah. I feel like there was another guy. There was there was another session guy. Was there someone else? There was probably a lot. Oh. But he's played on a lot of shit. I, yeah, I didn't list everything. 
Uh, can I say something about Paul Schaefer? Absolutely. I think he's terribly annoying. Yeah, yeah. He's I hate that he has a hot mic. Oh yeah, on, on the show it's like so fucking annoying. Yeah. Where, where Letterman's doing it, whatever, like a monologue or a joke or something, and then Schaefer's just you can just he just like doesn't let it breathe at all. <laughs> like he's just like he's like yeah, and and he has to add his own jokes. Yeah, he's like ah right, yeah yeah yeah. And uh, it's <laughs> well, did you ever watch when Letterman's talking about the Conan thing? Yeah, he's like, I don't blame Leno, and he's like, I don't, don't blame him if you can't blame him. Yeah, he, keeps shape, he just keeps talking over yeah. it. So I, I have to deduct points for that. Where would you rate? So right now it's the basic cable band in first place, Max Weinberg seven in second place. Where would you put Paul Schaefer in the CBS orchestra? Oh man. Hmm. Hmm. hmm I wasn't ready for this. Yeah. Well, you got to deduct for the, you know, the hot mic. Yeah. But you got to give it to them for just how fucking, like, proficient they all are as musicians. Yes. Um, what about, like, enjoyability and, like, involvement in the sketches? Do you Is have any? Is that got to go into yeah, account? Sure. Because I, mean, I can't think of any. I watched a lot of Letterman. Yeah. I can't think of a whole lot. No. I can just think. Uh, anytime I think about it, it's just Paul Schaefer. It's Schaefer Paul Schaefer just, just off. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> I guess they're at number three. I guess if you take all the enjoyment like factors together, they are arguably the best, the better the most band, solid, proficient band. But, but like, as far as like enjoyability and yeah. like involvement in sketches and things of that nature, got to give it to the Conan bands. Yeah, I agree. So we'll put the CBS Orchestra in third place. I watched a little bit. Uh, of them playing at like some jazz festival in like mm-hmm. 1985 or something. Yeah. And it was just funny seeing Paul Schaefer look exactly the same, except he had like some hair. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was pretty, pretty solid performance there. It was like jazz festival. And uh, I didn't know they were a band before they were the CBS orchestra. Because Max Weinberg seven, they just got together like happenstance. Like, Max Weinberg ran into Conan on the street and was like, hey, like, I got a show. And he's like, hey, I've got ideas if you need a band. And he's like, yeah, come by. And then they, he got it. And then he put together a band of just people that he had, like, played with previously. <coughs> so. All right. So moving on, I have another band. What is your other band? Um, we're moving out of the ter- territory of late night. Okay. And we're going into middle of the day. <laughs> um, I think I know which one this is because you mentioned it and I was like, wait, what? It is uh, Doc Gibbs and the Emerald Live Band. <laughs> now, uh, do you have, do you know Emerald? He's uh, a, Bam. Bam. Yeah, he says Bam when he cooks. Yeah, he says Bam. He says, uh, he's like, and then when you go home, you're going to ask yourself, self. That's part of the bit. If you've never watched Emerald Live, a majority of it is on YouTube. You can just watch it, and I recommend it. It is very, to me at least, it's a very comforting show. Yeah. Because, like, the whole atmosphere of Emerald Live is like a game show, and it's, like, different from other cooking shows because of that. And Emerald is just, like, he's a big motherfucker. He's not too big, but, you know, I'm not saying he's, like, like big. He's healthy. But he's, he's like, a big. He eats. 
I think he's from like New York or something. He's got to be. I'm know, pretty sure he's he like those like from up there. But he's like obsessed with like like Cajun cooking. But he does like all sorts of cooking. Really, he's a chef. Yeah, I don't know why I'm ex- why am I explaining Emerald? You're explaining Emerald like you were explaining a keyboard earlier. <laughs> so Emerald is a man. He's, he's a man. Got a, he's he's a got legs. Yay high. <laughs> <laughs> he's got legs. He got a face. Yeah. So um, I I just don't know how many be like did anyone listening to the watch Emerald? <laughs> I I am aware of Emerald and I've but have you know, like everyone I never knows sat Emeril. down and watched. Him. He had his own sitcom at one point. He had a sitcom? Yeah, it ran for like, it was only like six episodes because it got canceled. It was so bad. That's interesting. He cuts a lot of jokes. His jokes are... Because he was just a Food Network guy, right? Yeah. And they gave him a sitcom? Yeah. Well, he was fucking big. Yeah, 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 I guess. I guess they were just like, okay, we can make dollars. Emerald, everyone was saying bam. Yeah. You know? The essence. That's when you bam on the dish. He'd bam his essence all over the dish, make it tasty. Um, <laughs> but anyways, Emerald is is um, I guess you would say because the Emerald Live show started in 1999. I think he had some other like show as well. But um, he had the they wanted to make it a big, almost game show like setting. So, and then he, they was like, "Hey, how about a band?" And they got Doc Gibbs. From uh, Philadelphia, and he was like a friend of a friend of a friend, and got like connected somehow into this. And um, it was the band he was with at the time called Bacanti. <laughs> and Bacanti, yeah. So you had Doc Gibbs, who was like a percussionist. He did like bongos and like chimes and like little mm-hmm. clicky clacks and all that sort of shit. Uh, on keyboards, Cliff Starkey, bass, Benny Sims, saxophone, Lewis Taylor, drums, Ted Thomas Jr. Um, and it's a very like Latin inspired f- jazz fusion sort of band. Like I'll play some clips, uh, but uh, Leonard Gibbs, Doc Gibbs is the guy, and he actually died last year to do the prostate cancer, which was upsetting to hear about. I didn't even know, but he he was uh, his main thing outside of um, Emerald was. He toured and recorded recorded with uh, Grover Washington Jr., who is like a like a bigger name, like saxophone player and jazz. Okay, and um, he got connected into this, and he slaps the shit out of bongos. <laughs> the extent of his like involvement on the show is like Emerald walking by with a dish because people would sit up at front; they would pay like money to get food from the show oh. and he would walk by the band and he, it was the same joke all the time. It's like, you thought you were getting some of this every time. Yeah. And, um, and then usually like Emerald will be like, isn't that right doc? And just doc would be like, yeah, baby. And that was the interactions. Like, those are both interactions. And if you watch like a hundred episodes the, guaranteed to happen, one of one or two of the things or both would happen in that episode. Um, Emerald Live, the original uh, run of Emerald Live, nine, 1999 to 2007, and then there was a revival. I forgot what the years were. But uh, the show itself, like, towards the end, 
was like spiraling into like chaos. Oh God. They were trying to record on an average of like 11 episodes per week. Jesus. Like five day business week, 11 <laughs> shows. Um, so uh, there's actually a book, uh, Alan Sarkin, not Al- not uh, Aaron Sorkin, but Alan Sarkin. Uh, 2013 is called From Scratch Inside the Food Network. And there's a, I'll, I'll read this excerpt and it involves um, Doc Gibbs. Uh, <clears throat> on the show, the backstage kitchen staff was constantly running out to buy ingredients at the last minute. Delays were regular. Emerald was not given advanced time to hone his recipes. Bills were not being paid. At one point, Leonard Doc Gibbons, the percussionist in the band, called a production assistant saying he was owed money. The assistant... Uh, began sending Gibbs calls to voicemail. The messages turned increasingly angry. This ain't how we roll in Philly. Doc barked on one message. I am going to come up there and we're going to get it on. <laughs> yeah. What? It was, it was, uh, yeah. It, it, that bad? Yeah, it was that bad. It was on Food Network. They don't have money on Food Network? <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. Um, they did release an album in 2002 with this band. It was called Serving It Up Hot. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I guess I'll play a couple clips here. I'll, I'll, this one's kind of weird because they, they sort of just play in and out of like commercial breaks. Right. Um, this is from the episode Pennsylvania Dutch Cooking Clips. I'll play, or I wrote clips, P- Pennsylvania Dutch Cooking. So, uh, I guess he was making like roast yeah. noodles. So here's a few examples and this is pretty much the gist of the doc gibbs and the emerald live band we come back another notch stick around All right, so that was your first time hearing Doc Gibbs and the Emerald Live Band? Huh? That was my first taste of Emerald. Uh, Emerald Live Band. Doc Gibbs. Yeah. How'd you like it? I mean, they're just up there jamming, you know? It's there. It's definitely a jam. And they pick two or three chords and they just go for it. You know? <laughs> That's all they need to do. Yeah, they just got... Oh. And uh, he's, hitting, he's hitting pots and pans, which is fun. Yeah. Someone that... That seems like something someone, like... Outside of the band was like, you should hang pots and pans up there and hit the pots and pans because it's a cooking show. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Unless he was all about it. He said, I should get some pots and pans (laughs) since it's a cooking show. (laughs) So uh, I guess we can rank them. I forgot. Oh, yeah. We we stepped out for a moment. I forgot what we were really on. I lost track a little bit. No, we were just on the we were we were just on the end of. The Emerald Live Band. Okay. Uh, you said this is this is how they sound, and then you showed me, and now we're back. Yeah. So uh, how would you rank them? Um. Well, I don't like them more than I like any of the other ones. So really? Oh come on. Really? <laughs> Where are you ranking them? Oh baby, I think. Uh, it's de- here. It's definitely a unique thing to have for a cooking show. And they're fucking rocking. And they're up there rocking. They're fucking rocking, dude. They are. And you know what? They're great. They're talented musicians. And but I'm just, I'm not getting the enjoyment. And, and, and. 
And? Uh, I think uh, Doc Gibbs is way more charismatic than Paul Schaefer as far as interactions. <laughs> Do you see that fucking finger point to the camera? Paul Schaefer can finger point. Ah, not like Dude, Doc that man Gibbs. Can, come on, that man can finger. Not like Doc Gibbs. That man can finger. He can finger? <laughs> You've seen him finger. Yeah. Come on. You're right. Okay. You've seen him finger. Okay, so I guess number one is basic cable. Still basic cable. Number two, Max Weinberg 7. Number three, I guess I'll concede the CBS Orchestra. And number four... This is the right now is Doc Gibbs and the Emerald Live Band. You didn't look at my notebook, did you? I did not. Okay. Uh so yeah, where are we now, Devin? What you got something else? I've got another band. Um it's kind of a, a mess because there's been a lot of different members. Okay. But the band from the Eric Andre show. <laughs> <laughs> What are they called? The revolt. They don't have a name. Uh, okay. <laughs> just been. A, it's been a revolving door of members. Okay. Like there's been five seasons of the show. There's. I think the first two seasons had the same band. Okay. And then, uh, ever since then they've had different ones. Like season four, they had a bunch of just old dudes, <laughs> and then the most recent season they had a bunch of Japanese people as the band, and sometimes they're playing sometimes they're not uh-huh. because most of the time like when their music is being like featured it's you know at the beginning of the show where eric's running around the whole set tearing it apart he tackles the drummer through his drum set right. even when it was the old guy i think he like no i think they had a stunt double for him but still he's just nah, I was you know, the old guy tears up tears up the set doing everything but then there are parts where the band is involved in like a a guest appearance and there's one there's there were a couple times where like I remember it was like the uh, the old guy band season four I don't know who they were interviewing but just out of nowhere the drummer just starts screaming <laughs> and it's this old ass man he just starts screaming uh-huh. from the bandstand or whatever there's another scene where they're just all like fighting with each other yeah but do you have any performances that you specifically like from them performances I mean you know I celebrate their do they even catalog. play anything. <laughs> Okay, so I looked up the members. Okay. And this might uh, surprise you. Okay. Uh, so I looked up each member like on IMDb just to see like if they had different credits. Sure. Some of them are like actors uh, sure. that have just been, some of them were just like other Adult Swim stuff. Some of them were just like had minor roles on different TV shows. But I found at least three of them that have like different musical credits. Okay. And I will start with Early McAllister who played uh, saxophone, I think, in, like, the second season, like, the first and second season. But he's uh, he's got credits with uh, Wayne Brady, Queen Latifah, and uh, one of your all-time favorites, uh, Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight! Yep. Oh! Not sure what songs and albums. Well, yeah, but I'd have to look that up. I was just interested to see that these weren't just, like, extras right. that they had hired. Yeah. But actual musicians uh i don't know how to say this name i'm probably gonna butcher it emilio palame okay um he was a keyboardist i forgot what season but he's done small acting roles 
Uh, he's got credits for doing the music for Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Oh, the whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, he's yeah. like the, he's credited as like the co-composer for all episodes. More than one person made yeah, that? Okay. I, well, I guess like the other music in the show, okay, too. Okay. And then uh, he did some uh, stuff for Fairly Odd Parents. Okay. But this one kind of threw me because I wasn't expecting this. Okay. Don Peak, he was uh, one of the guitar players, one of the original members of the fucking Wrecking Crew. Oh, If you wow. don't know what the Wrecking yeah, Crew is, yeah. people at home, they are like, um, sesame musicians that literally played on just about anything you would have heard on the radio, like yeah. from like in between like 1960 and 1980. A lot of like Motown and R&B stuff, like for the most part. Uh, some of his credits include, um, oh, you know, just Marvin Gaye. You know, just you know Michael Jackson. There's a documentary. Turn. There's a documentary about the Wrecking Crew. Yeah, he played guitar on a uh, ABC. Oh, okay. yeah. That's like the that was like the one of the few songs. And the other guy played uh, saxophone with Brian McKnight. Yes. Okay. But yeah, I was like, Don, I saw Don Peak, and it said he was in the Wrecking Crew. I was like, what the fuck? He was yeah. on the Eric Andre show. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one knows that. Well, like, Eric Andre was like Eric Andre. Well, yeah, he went to Berkeley. Yeah, like, yeah. He's you know he knows his shit. He plays double bass. Sure. Um. So he gets it. And but, you don't have any specific performances. Uh, I just that... want to talk about him. Okay, maybe I could find something. There's Here some, they are, the Eric Andre band. Just Eric, one of the Eric Andre band in, okay. incarnates. And, nah. What's happening? You don't listen. That's- we got a There they were. So, uh, did you have another number band? one? No, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> huh? Oh yeah, let's rank them. Uh, um, they didn't really play. They don't really. They don't. Really, you can't really find. It's kind of like, like screen. They're just kind of there. It's just you got some the, great credits in that one. Yeah, yeah, it's part of part of the show. It's uh, just a fun, a fun thing, fun thing to have. They're more fun than Paul Schaefer. That's true. They're not more fun than Doc Gibb. Where would you rank them? No, they're not more fun than uh, they're about as fun in a different way as the Conan bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're up there with the Conan bands. Where would you put them? Do em? you want to stick them at three? <laughs> Smack in the which, middle. Which, 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 but like which one? Which version? Yeah. Oh, which that's one's tough. The, which one's the leading version? The old guys. The the old guys for some reason they like they show show up more in my thoughts okay yeah me too yeah do they <laughs> yeah i always any- think of old guys do they ever play anything i don't really remember <laughs> there's like they play like in between stuff sometimes but it's really just like weird stuff mm-hmm. uh sometimes they're actually playing sometimes it's a clip huh. but i mean no they can all play at least a little bit right i think the japanese band like n- one of them is a music like one or two of them are musicians <laughs> the rest of them where should we rank them Okay, well, are they better? Okay, let's just do it like this. Are they better than the Basic Cable Band? No. Okay. Are they better than the Max Weinberg 7? No. Are they better than the CBS Orchestra? No. Are they better than Doc Gibbs and the Emerald Live Band? <laughs> you have to no. think about it? No. Are those boys? I don't think so. I don't think they are. Okay, so right now they're at number five. <laughs> and I'm, right now, our number our five is full. Yeah. However... You have one more band? 
I was going to mention the uh, part-time band for um, The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. Okay. <laughs> but they don't really have anything because they were only on the show twice. <laughs> I guess before I get to my last band, we should do some maybe... Okay, we, we miss Ricky Minor. Do they belong... Like an honorable mention? Yeah. Where do, they, where do you think they would belong on the list? That's Leno's band, you said? Yeah. I mean, I guess just because of like how important they might have been to you know late night for a certain are they better than the eric no. on okay now <laughs> and another uh, i actually haven't watched them enough so i can't really judge okay what about the roots the roots are really good they yeah, they definitely deserve at least like an honorable mention or something do you think they belong on the i know we're not doing a deep dive on them but on the uh on the top five do you think, think they, they should replace anyone Probably. You think so? Yeah. I think they could at least they could they could replace either Emerald or um or the Eric Andre band. I don't know where I'd put them though. See, I don't like Fallon. I don't I'm not crazy about him either. I liked some I liked some of his Saturday Night Live stuff and I liked some of his uh I liked some of when he took over late night. I watched a little bit of that. But uh-huh. I'm not crazy about him. Plus, you know, He's the reason why the Twister ride's not there anymore. It's, sure, it's his fault. Sure, it's not his fault. But but the, okay, know. so but the Roots by themselves, do you think they are better than the Basic Cable Band? No. Max Weinberg no. Seven, CBS Orchestra. No. Doc Gibbs. Maybe. They are probably. They might. I'd be say better. they're better than Doc Gibbs. Okay. And I'd say they're definitely better than Harry Man. <laughs> so I think we could probably stick them at four. Four. Yeah. It would knock off Eric Andre band, but I just mentioned them because I thought it was fun. I thought it was really interesting that they had like some real deal people that were just on this Adult Swim show. Huh. I don't know how I feel. Like the okay, the Roots are really good. I know we're not doing a deep dive on them because we don't have so much time in our lives. Questlove. Yeah. Questlove's cool. Right. He's got a cool. Uh, he's got a cool signature drum kit. Yeah, the breakbeats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know how I feel. I think I like Doc Gibbs more, though. You think you like Doc Gibbs more? I think I like that band more. I'm still handing it to the Roots. Hmm. Just because, like, they were cool before, like, but they were, they, they, they were, we're, they were gonna, cool before they were on Fallon. We're going to agree. I know it's tough, but we're going to agree that they are better than the Eric Andre band. Yeah. That's tough. The roots. Okay, so we're gonna already say roots are number. They're creeping up right now at number five, but do they belong at number four? Is the question. I say they do. You're you're pushing this. You're pushing the Emerald Band. Yeah, I'm really trying to campaign for the Emerald Band. Well, look, I don't like Fallon, but roots were a thing before Fallon. Yeah, that's true. But and they were on Yo Gabba Gabba. How about okay? But do you have any specific memories of them with? Fallon on the show doing anything remarkable as far as uh, supplement or like su- supporting any segments or skits. I'm sure they have. They did balls with they did balls in your mouth with Eddie Vedder. You're right. They did do balls in your mouth. Show ball cl- play balls in your mouth. Balls in your mouth. Balls <laughs> in your. Hmm. He, they do a lot of the skits, like the music, because Jimmy Fallon does a lot of musical stuff. He's he's talented. He's he, he can hold his own yeah. playing music and stuff. He's a musical guy. Um, so he they do a lot of like musical sketches with with Fallon and like other people that are on there. 
But I don't know if I like them more than Emerald Band. Because I'm like I'm trying this for me. This has got to be like greatest of all time. You're and not pussyfooting I, around here. Yeah. If I mean, if I, I if I and just in my heart, I believe that I there's and if you look at this objectively, I understand perhaps the roots are more talented. That's hard to say though. And what they, I just really like Doc Gibbs and the Emerald Live Band. I think we're just gonna have to agree to disagree here. I just I would put them a little. I would put them higher. They have the influence. They have the influence. They have the you know the more, you know, like recognizable. I'd say. Yeah. I'm just scared for the Doc. Get, you you you're scared they're gonna get left far behind. They're gonna get left far behind because the last band I have, I truly believe the last band I have. Don't look. I'm not. I can't see. I don't this have is... eagle vision. You're like ten feet away from me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I I truly believe. I don't want to give it away, but they might be my number one. I want really? to save them for last. Yes. Okay. Well, um, how about we don't? How about we save the ranking till you till we were done? Okay, we're just gonna have an. Okay, we're gonna get rid of the rankings right now. I'll throw the roots down. Yeah, we have an idea of the rankings. Yes, but we're gonna do a finalized ranking after we get through the last band. Is everyone clear on that? Yes. This is very tough. This is a tough thing, and okay. we're gonna we're gonna ask the we're gonna ask the Winley Maniacs out there to pick their top five. Uh, house bands. And I'm sure we've missed a lot. We've missed probably quite a bit. Like, <laughs> you know. All right. So let's go like, ahead. Like, we haven't mentioned uh-huh. any of the ones that perform now other than The Roots. <laughs> oh, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> now, so there's other ones out there. We're going to get one last deep dive, though. Okay. Um, this is a band. You mentioned a lot of members a lot of revolving members in the yeah. Eric Andre band. Uh-huh. Um, the other ones, not so much, I guess, that right. we've mentioned. Yeah, CBS Orchestra was pretty much the same the whole time. Yeah. The Conan bands were the same. Um, this last band, there are there's a main core of members, but there's a lot of revolving parts, a lot of guest uh, appearances that will join the band. Um, bands... And then different members that took over entirely. Okay. Like for like a whole episode or for or segments where they are that band. Okay. So, and I think it's interesting because by all technicality, if because they were members of this band, um, we have seen them live. Oh. Yeah. Who is this? Who is it? It was a show that started in 1976. Is it the Saturday Night Live band? Uh, no siree. No, it is... started before that. Wait. No siree. We, we saw them once. We saw them. Mm, it, was about th- it was actually like three years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, and they, it's a lot of members. And uh-huh. uh, the, the people we saw... Are technically members. They're not like part of the core group, but they're members. But they're technically members. They are involved in a lot of segments and whatnot. Do you, okay. do you have any memory of? I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. Yeah, 
The show, it started, I think, yeah, 1976, uh-huh. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, ran for five seasons. Of course, this was the Muppet Show Orchestra. <laughs> we've seen we've seen the Muppets. Yeah, you're right. We've saw <laughs> We've seen the Muppet Show Orchestra. I've seen the Muppet Show Orchestra. Yeah. Live in person. Um now, the of course the Muppet Show Orchestra, they were part of the Muppet Show. Yeah. And they were the house band, they were in the orchestra pit. The core members of the group though, there's some familiar names. Of course, the band leader and conductor was Nigel. Was a very uppity sort of individual. You like the Nigel, don't you? Don't you have the figure of Nigel? Uh, no, I have Clifford. Clifford. Clifford, who is on Muppets Tonight. That's right. Uh, he's my favorite Muppet. Okay. Um, and there's a, f- a a very famous segment where Prince. It's my favorite episode of the Muppets Tonight. Prince is the guest, and they do um, starfish and coffee. Okay. Yeah. Enlighten me about the. Muppet Orchestra. Uh, well, there's Nigel, who's the band leader and conductor. There's Floyd Pepper, who on the bass, mm-hmm. um, Animal on the drums, Zoot on the saxophone, Ralph on the piano. Uh, season one, there's Crazy Harry, who would play the triangle. Um, seasons one through four, there was Trumpet Girl, who played <laughs> trumpet. And then in uh, season five, she moved the trombone to make room for Lips. Okay. Uh, who played trumpet in season five. Janice. Played banjo and guitar, season four, season five. Um, and then, of course, the band we saw were the Penguins. Right. Who are a more um, symphonic version of the Muppet Show mm-hmm. Orchestra. Uh, very classical uh, sounding. Yeah. Um, they were involved in a lot of segments, you know, singing, playing. And uh, there was another incarnation of the Muppet Orchestra where it's all Beaker. so uh yeah uh the muppet show orchestra of course a lot of the members in the muppet show orchestra are part of dr teeth and the electric mayhem i was gonna say it's some shared members not the same band but yeah you mentioned some names uh oh you know what muppet show i think that's started 73 because the muppet movie was 76 Mm. so but uh, Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem first made their appear- first appearance in, uh, I think it was Sex and Violence. Okay. Which was a special. Which was the special, yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, there's a lot of musicians, and they're, they're, I, there's countless guest appearances yeah. and them showing up in different things. Um, I guess right now I will play a clip of them playing How High the Moon. There's, there's an insane solo section. Uh, Devin, would you like to view it? I would love to view it. Okay. Okay, so the Muppet Show Orchestra. How yeah. did you feel about that performance? Was a, that was an astounding performance. Yeah. Those Muppets can play. Yeah. that That's my argument um, for them is that they're all very talented. Um, they are heavily involved in 
several segments of the show. Yeah. In fact, I you they, they're essentially cast members of uh, of the show. Some of them cast and crew, you know. Yeah, cr- they, helping out helping out the show. They do all sorts of stuff and then yeah. to go out there and like perform like that, that's kind of incredible. Yeah. And they, they do play uh, the penguins do play live daily uh, down at the uh Muppet Vision 3D. In, uh, multiple the, times a day in multiple parts of the world yeah so they get around a <laughs> lot yeah um i have to say when you look at all right let's let's think about these drummers real quick max weinberg james wormworth the quest love uh who is the cbs guy anton fig yeah and then, uh, of course, Anton Fig, another legend. And then uh, Ted Thomas Jr., which you know, he's just a great player. Uh, and then Animal. Right. Who's more iconic than Animal? Nobody. As far as, I mean. You can buy an Animal t-shirt at Walmart. Yeah. You can't buy you can't buy an Anton Fig t-shirt. No. <laughs> I would. Yeah, <laughs> I sure. would buy I would buy an Anton Fig. Yeah. I'd buy a Max Weinberg. But um, I, I used to have an animal T-shirt yeah. in middle school. Yeah, animals still pl- they'll still play. Actually, I found a clip from them, uh, Doctor Teeth and the Electric Man playing in London in 2018. They played their famous "Can You Picture That" song. Oh yeah, and then they played "Hey" that "Hey Ho" song by the Lumineers. Oh, for some reason. Well, I mean, you know, you gotta throw in something for you know. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of weird. Uh, and then they played uh, Suffragette City by David Bowie. Oh, wow. And it was actually fucking cool. <laughs> uh, I bet. Um, that sounds kick-ass. <laughs> uh, so, okay. I don't know, like, how else we can do this. Do you have any thoughts about, do you have any extended thoughts about the Muppet Show Orchestra? I mean, I'm just like... I'm upset with myself that I didn't think to bring this to the to the pod. Oh, yeah. Well, you brought you brought it here today. Okay. Well, what do you want to go ahead and uh, rank? Should we do the ranking? Yeah. Should we start like bottom up or like you know five to one or one to five? Who is who's the worst band out of the bunch? Well, not though, but like not none of these bands are bad. Get that out of the way. Okay, so we've still got, we've still got six of them on the board, right? S- or seven. One, two, three, f- one, two, three, f- four, five, six, seven. Okay, seven, seven. So that's you know, yeah. Both Conan bands, CBS. They're Orchestra. separate entities. Yeah, b- yeah. Both two, two different Conan bands. Uh-huh. CBS Orchestra, Emerald, um, Roots. Um, Eric Andre. Eric Andre and Muppets. Okay. Yeah. So I think... Mm, we got to knock two of these bands out of the top five. I'm sorry. I know I don't, you don't want to do it, but I got to knock the... I got to knock the Emerald Band off. And I got to I got to hear a good damn reason. I just... With the other bands on there, you know? But... I'm knocking, po- I'm, knocking, up high. I'm knocking off one of mine. I'm knocking off the Eric Andre band. You're knocking off the Eric Andre band? Yeah. I just think Doc Gibbs, he belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> that band belongs in a museum. They belong in a museum? Yeah. 
I just, I, we gotta like flip gotta, a coin. All right, all right. What are we? Gonna, should we? Should we toss this to somebody? Hey, I know. We can. Uh, we gotta give it to some. Someone's got. Someone's got to figure this. this out. Yeah. How about someone who's involved in late night televisions as well, or was at least. Uh, who are you thinking? Who are you talking about? Of course, I'm talking about the ghost of Ed McMahon. What? You got him here? Here he is. Hi Uh, Ed McMahon, if you could help us out, um, <laughs> I can't believe Ed McMahon's here. Yeah, well, he's he's not here for long. Um, Ed McMahon, if you could help us out, uh, uh what was the decision we were trying to decide? It was between uh, <laughs> it was between the the Emerald Live Band and um. The roots. Wait, yeah, because wait, you want to keep? Yeah, it's it's between them two. Yeah, we're knocking off Eric Andre, right? We're knocking off Eric Andre. It was between Roots and Doc Gibbs. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what do you think, Ed? Do you think Doc Gibbs is better than the Roots, like me? You are correct, sir. Thank you, Ed McMahon. I've been validated. Doc Gibbs and the Emerald Live Band rule. Oh, I'm so excited. All right. Thank you, Ed McMahon. I, I cannot argue with Dead McMahon. Dead McMahon? <laughs> That's what you said. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were making a joke because he's dead. No. It's Dead McMahon. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Ghost of Ed McMahon. I hope you have a fun time where peaceful you go. afterlife bye bye now goodbye old friend all right so number five can't i can't argue with that and that wasn't ever to discredit them i was just thinking you know the roots all right number five doc gibbs and the emerald live band all right got him on the board uh-huh and this is just right now we're gonna shuffle this i imagine what are you talking about no we're doing the this finalized is this rankings. is the final yeah okay so they're they're at number five yeah all right I didn't know if we were just rounding it down to the five, but here we are at the five. Okay. So, and then we think, okay, so here's the rest of our four. The CBS Orchestra, Max Weinberg 7, the Basic Cable Band, and the Muppet Show Orchestra. I guess Muppet is... is who, do you, who do you think's uh, the worst out of those four? The worst? It's hard. You can't say worst. <laughs> well, I mean, who do you think's like the... Who do you think's better than Doc Gibbs? Do you think all these bands are better than Doc Gibbs? Yeah, so I think we've got to go. I think we've got to go CBS Orchestra. Still, as far as like you know, the full entertainment factor, and you know, Paul Schaefer going yeah yeah yeah. They're still a talented band, but they got Paul Schaefer talking too much. Okay. So they can stay at number four. Okay. Number three between the Muppet Show Orchestra, Basic Cable Band, Max Weinberg Seven. Might might still have to be uh, the seven there. Yeah? Yeah. I tend to agree. Okay. Number three. Okay, so the Max Weinberg seven is number three. Who's number one? I mean, Jimmy Vivino and the Basic Cable Band or the Muppet Show Orchestra? Who do you think is uh, more talented, more entertaining, more uh, handsome? See, this is a tough call here. This is. You've already said what you think your number one is. I, I did kind of show my cards a little bit. You did show your cards here. But I, I greatly admire both of these bands. Um, I think as far as eras, they're the best of their eras. Right. Yeah. But like you said before, Muppet the Muppet Orchestra is still playing to this day. 
Well, so is Jimmy Vivino and those guys. Yeah. yeah, they are still playing. Yeah. Um. But since 1973, Three. you know, yeah. like they've, they're still at it. Mostly same members, you know, like. Yeah. Kicking. Stay, staying strong. Still sound great. Working hard backstage and on stage yeah. and in the pit. Yeah. Do you want to say it or you want me to say it? We'll say do, what? Do you want to say it? Say what? I know you want to say it. Say what? You want to say the winner. Number one? Yeah. Well, I guess number two, of course, would be Jimmy Vivino and the basic cable band. And that means number one, the number one late night house te- television show band. band of all time is, of course, the Muppet Show Orchestra. So congratulations. Congratulations to the Muppet Show Orchestra. These two guys think you're the best. So, wow, what an adventure we had. That was a good one. That was a good adventure. Learned a lot. We learned a little bit. (laughs) We, uh, I feel like both of us were, were kind of crammed, uh, some research. We had to go a lot of, uh, memory. Some of the stuff I had like (laughs) in my mind, but yeah. I did do I did do my. Uh, We're doing beautiful on laptop battery too. That's great. We could do a whole other episode. Sixty five percent. Look at that. Yeah. So uh, I guess that does it for uh, Windley Mania. Um, if you would like, if you have a band that you liked better or think, um, I guess I don't really care what you think. Uh, you think number one should be because we all know it's the Muppet Show Orchestra. It's the Muppet Show Orchestra. So if you agree, if you also love the Muppet Show Orchestra, um, let us know. <laughs> If you think you got robbed, if you think your band got robbed, then um, that's just too bad. Yeah. Because we decide things around here. Yeah. At Winley Mania. We're in charge. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank Ed McMahon's ghost. Yeah. I'm just, I'm surprised that he was (laughs) able to, you know, swoop on in here. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Looks good. uh, He looks really good. Let's wrap this baby up, dude. Let's right. You know what I watched last night? <laughs> I'm gonna do that thing. I've been doing that a lot. You know what I watched? Oh wait, you know what I watched? I'll tell you after. All right. Okay. So uh yeah, so there's the shows coming up. Keep an eye out on that. Hey, this Friday, but when this epi- or no, this Saturday when this episode wait, drops. When's the eleventh? I know you're about to say. I think it's a Friday. Is it a Friday? I believe it is. Well, I thought it was a Saturday. The eleventh, right? Oh, the 11th? Yeah, it's Friday. Okay, it's a Friday. This Friday, come over to Fresh Brood and watch some bands. Yeah, you got your uh, Turn of Forte wrapping up their tour with yeah. the uh, band uh, Clementine yeah. from Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, and uh, our good friends, Never Any Ordinary, coming up from Charleston. Yeah. And then uh, December 2nd? December 2nd is going to be the local show. Yeah, Island, Island Bar with some bands. With some bands. So, um and uh, yeah, for uh, more Windley crap, follow at Windley underscore band, follow social things, and uh, do not check out windleyhub.blogspot.com. Oh, I man. Mean, that must be code to do that. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>